0: You should play the fucking song. Jasmine likes to do a close up of my crotch before we start. Different director. Two.
1: I'm going to call you Babe, I don't know why Dave, but now that you're gone, I want to get this show started, there's only one way to do it, you know what that is buddy? Beep. Get started out in a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history, The Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah, we are. Comprised this week, all right, comprised this week of Steve, the reluctant German on lead guitar, everyone. Tickling the skins. That's our man in the corner, our CRTC required Frenchman, Kev. French tickler, Boulanger! Oh, yeah. Hello! Yeah, and who is the balls this week? We decided to go to the itty bitty balls of Dave the Rooster Charters, everyone! Alright! Oh, thank you. And who's that behind the bar and directing this program seamlessly, beautifully, I might yeah, even add. Even though I was fucking fired! Yeah, we'll get to that! That's my brother, bandleader, and for tonight at least, our director, Paul Van Dyke, everyone. Band leader, fucking right. And now it's a hostess program. It's your two-time President's two two time. Time. Two time. Club Award winner. It's Pope Pete Van Dyke, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I cheered for myself that time. Yeah, that was a good opening. Sorry, I was distracted through the whole opening. I think it came through in every bit of what I did, but I was very distracted. But I think it's going to prove to be a better show because of my distraction, even though the opening was weak. On my part, you guys did fine. How did you feel you did?
0: Okay. Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland.
1: It wasn't your best... What do you think? The best time you did it tonight was not that
0: time? No, that was probably the best time. it wasn't bad. Pretty good.
1: Terrible. You know, me and Steve were talking earlier this week, and we had a great idea. We said that eventually, once we get everything figured out down here, we're going to allow shareholders in to uh, watch the program, not only all that, uh, we'll invite them. We'll, we'll go out and invite them, you know, because they're shareholders, they have a right to know what we're doing here, right. and then uh, if they want to come and enjoy all the festivities, they'll be here, right?
0: Yeah. Like send so. invitations in the mail, or? What? Like, an inv- like a wedding invitation? Like no, you know?
1: we don't do it in the mail anymore, there's other means like uh, the internet, you know the internet, how you talk with the internet, Yep. you say to Stephen Harper, like uh, take the information and give it to my friend, take
0: our message, give it to the shareholders.
1: And immediately it goes like Facebook and Zuckerberg, you know, all those things, snaps and... That sounds awesome. Grams. Yeah. Anyways, that's what you do, you invite (laughs) them. Okay? The means is not that important. Okay, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I think we got sidetracked by the means, right? But the thing is, they're going to be here, and then we can't just play one song for them all night and then, like, fuck off, right? And then, But you can't just learn one song a week and then just uh, give it away and never play it again, right? Oh. So we had two problems. So then we said, what if we were to play the songs that we learned again?
0: Not just the first time, but not one time after
1: that? Yeah, then the next week, because you played it once, you play it again. And then you maybe get better at it. And then uh, the week after that, I think you played a third time. Like, we would put it into a three-week re- rotation so uh-huh. that you would play the last 3 weeks' show songs as, like, a warm-up for the oh. shareholders <laughs> trying to get yeah. settled in the room or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then... Uh, That's a nice little three-song set.
0: Yeah, A three song
1: week. set. You're playing the last three songs from the last three shows, so you get the polishes up. And then, when you're, if you want to put those into your regular set list when you're the Nocturnal Emissions touring around the country, lighting the world on fire, charters. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Then feel free to use those.
0: That just makes and sense. And you're
1: welcome. Thank Not you. only did I birth you out of my loins, but I also gave you great
0: advice. <laughs> that right? That's awesome, yeah. By the third week, it might even start to sound pretty good.
1: Mm. Well, a lot of people who have given us feedback um, think that uh, you're the best, uh, you guys are the best part of the show. A lot of people think that. Really? Which which is like a weird thing to say to me. (laughs) Why don't you just say that to you guys? Like, go to the Nocturnal Emissions Facebook page and tell them that they're the best part of the show. Yeah,
0: please do. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear
1: that. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear I'm the best part of the show. (laughs) I want to hear... Nocturnal Emissions are great, but you're way better. Those guys couldn't sniff your jockstrap, you know? <laughs> and then I'd be like, ah, you're just saying that to be sweet. <laughs> no, no, your band's are real pieces of shit. I'd be like, ah, stop buttering me up.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like us on Facebook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Nocturnal Emissions. Don't That's put in right. Nocturnal Emissions without the the. Because you're going to get something gross. Yeah, you don't I'm just warning you. You don't want
0: to go down that rabbit <laughs> no. hole, believe me. Know. No.
1: Do not do it. Anyways, we have a lot of business to take care of today. A lot of business. And we also have a um, surprise guest. Whoa. Which uh, will be a very big surprise to all of us here. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that right now. That's
0: a bit of a spoiler.
1: But it's going to be a surprise to all of us Aww, who the guest is going to the be. The
0: anticipation is killing me.
1: Yes. I said all of us. All right. Anyways, that's it. Just remember that. Spoiler. All right. Hey, you know how the things always work out when I set them up and then later on in the show we remember to do them and then we do them?
0: <laughs> Every time, like yeah, like, work. La-
1: <laughs> like last week, how we said our whole goal is going to be 2019 goals. We have one goal. <laughs> It's that Paul goes to the gay pride. I want to open his
0: eyes a bit. Yeah. yeah. It turns out he's totally into it. You yeah. going, Paul? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Sounds
1: I can't like wait trip. to do it, man. <laughs> I want to go, too, because I want to <laughs> see you see it. It's like bringing your kids to Disney World, you know? <laughs> I want to bring Paul to the gay pride parade just to watch Paul see guys in assless chaps and stuff marching around, uh, like whatever. Yeah. Wait, have you been
0: to one? No. Sounds good, though. Let's do it.
1: Like Carabana. They're
0: having a time. Yeah. Just have a good time.
1: Yeah, colorful, glittery, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no fuzz. Huh? No. Uh, no, no fuzz. No, yeah, no. Uh, no. What are the uniformed? No uniformed police, not allowed.
1: Yeah, no cops. Mm-hmm.
0: It's perfect.
1: Oh, that's what you meant by no fuzz, eh? Oh, I
0: thought yeah, you were fuzz, talking man. about
1: pubic hair, like you know. <laughs> I thought it was probably, like a. Probably
0: not a lot of that either, if I had to guess.
1: No. Well, uh, amongst the bear community. Do you know in the gay community, you are considered a bear, Dave? Me? Yeah. You're a bear.
0: Oh, okay.
1: You don't think you are?
0: That's that's yeah. funny that you know that, Pete.
1: <laughs> you do. You know he's a bear, right? Yeah. Like Bruce Valanche. You'd be considered yeah, a bear. Yeah, like Bruce Valanche. <laughs> exactly
0: like Center Bruce Valanche. Center square, Flanche. bitch. Center square. You they are didn't put like him in the Bruce Valanche. What? They didn't put him in the corner. No, he's, put him center square. He's a good joke writer.
1: He just pumps the jokes out. Bruce Flanch, his hair, I never really figured out, but you and him probably would be good friends, eh? Yeah. Weird glasses, weird hair, weird mustaches. and or, He's got a beard. If you could grow that beard, you would, though. No, a Flanch beard? I wish I could. Yeah, you wish you were Bruce Flanch <laughs> in a lot of ways,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, now that you mention it, I guess I do.
1: If you were really to put your, measure your life up to Bruce Phalanche's and say, who's got a better
0: life? Paul, do you know who Bruce Falanges is? No idea? If it would put me in the center square, absolutely. If I could replace Oprah or whoever the center square before that was
1: uh, John it? Davidson.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get him the <laughs> no,
1: he was the life host, life? was he? John Davidson. Was do you know Oprah? Hollywood Squares? You know what? I thought Oprah was. Shadow the Stevens. How about that guy? He was on Hollywood Squares.
0: Jim J. Bullock.
1: Jim J. Bullock, yeah, but he was Jim in something J. else. <laughs> what was Shadow Stevens in other than Hollywood Squares?
0: He was a radio host. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was like a Casey Kasem.
1: Oh, I did not know that. I thought he was just famous from Hollywood Squares.
0: <laughs> you know, but I that would
1: be the same thing if you didn't follow... Uh, uh, who else? Jim J. Bullock. If you didn't watch that show with Ted Tube Knight... for Comfort? Too close for yeah, comfort. So close. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: So what was the deal with that show? That was kind of a ripoff of Three's Company in a way, right? Yeah. And then, but Jim J. Bullock wasn't gay on that show, or was he gay on that show? He was just a colorful neighbor, right? There was no sexuality in Jim J. Bullock's character.
0: But he's He was really... kind of dumb, too, right? He was like a dullard on that show, was he? Jim J. Bullock?
1: Dullard? <laughs> I don't know if he was a dullard or not.
0: I'm going to have to look it up on
1: YouTube. Look up if Jim J. Bullock was a dullard.
0: <laughs> Just look up some Too Close for Comfort reruns. <laughs>
1: I think re-writes. Ted Knight's hilarious. Uh, and you know Ted Knight? You know from Caddyshack and like Mary Tyler Moore? Oh, that yeah. guy, yeah. Ted Knight? He's hilarious, right? Is he in that show too, Too Close for Comfort? Yeah. Oh. It's Ted Knight, Jim J. Bullock, and then two hot chicks, chicks. right? Remember it? It was a good show because the hot chicks were hot, right? And Jim J. Bullock would just come in like Kramer, kinda, yeah, and throw in a couple of jokes and give uh, Ted Knight to get Ted Knight to pull his hair out, you know, because he was he was acting weird. Yeah,
0: he was so, goofy, like, right? Was, Maybe not a dullard, but he was goofy for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely goofy. <laughs> definitely goofy, I would say. Some would call back in the olden days when you be goofy like that, they might say you're. Uh, as queer as a $3 bill, eh? <laughs> That's what they say about people. But. Yeah, back. But in the uh, now we don't call them goofy, Dave. We call them people like the rest of us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got I to gotta comment on something before it leaves my head. I, I'm proud of what you learned in the last week, Peter. <laughs> last week's show, you were drinking out of that same cup, but you were sitting in a different spot with a lot of electronics all around you. Yes. And you dumped that cup, the whole cup, Yeah. All over everything. And now this week, you got a new desk, zero electronics on it. No, I gave it, (laughs) I
1: let Paul wreck the electronics. You learned your lesson. And I put them on a different level for the most part, except for my computer, than the liquids.
0: Multiple countermeasures. That was really good.
1: Oh, you like that, eh? Because this is all part of your programming that you got from your corporate uh, brainwashing, right? (laughs) They make you be like overly cautious of everything because everything equals money, right? You didn't want
0: that to happen again, right?
1: You're fucking right I didn't. I just don't like the way you deliver your message to me. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like you're telling me something that you were trained to tell me. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Huh? I'm proud of you. Is this a technique you use with the people, your underlings? Because if so, I don't want to work for you. You know that, buddy. I'm never working I've for you. I've always known that. I'm never, ever <laughs> going to work for you or around you. I like to be in an environment where I have no respect for you at all. If I all of a sudden went to an environment where you excelled and you were actually respected by your peers, I would be like, ugh, I don't like this, Charters, he's a dick, yeah. I like it better when you're, I actually, you're not really the butt of many of my jokes. Most of the time, most of the time you're doing entertaining Mm. things, I'm just telling the story of it and you're having a good time, and I'm not even lying. No, I'm telling just, the truth of what you did. Sometimes kind of lying, I, make an ad, I make a colourful adjective to describe what you're doing. Like I'll say, uh, this idiot did this, or like he did this dumb thing or whatever, but I don't have to put that in. If I take that out, well, all I'm doing is recounting the events, and you enjoy the recounting of the events, oh, right? I do enjoy it. And some people say I'm being mean to you when I do that. What do you think? Cuts those adjectives, Dave, right? Maybe a
0: little embellishment now and again. You embellish.
1: Come on. I don't embellish. I see things through my own lens.
0: (laughs) Come on. Through your own filter.
1: But I don't look at something and then make it into something bigger. That's how it lives in my head. I observe it to that level. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's different than embellish. Embellishing sounds like lying to me. I don't like it. I don't like the lie, you know? Huh? Yep. You're truthful. That's for sure. It's, I have, do, do, so, are you saying that sarcastically? Sometimes. No. I don't tell lies at all. T- tell me when I lied. Last week when you said that I'm a cannibal? No, I, if you listen back to the tape, you listen back to the tape and I said, Dave Charters does not eat people. Multiple times I said Dave Charters does not eat people. Okay. If you think Dave Charters eats people, you're wrong. Dave Charters does not eat people, right? Okay. You picture Dave sitting at home, not on a baby's leg. <laughs> That's your problem because he doesn't do that, right? Thank you for clearing that up.
0: Yeah, I said that last week. You listened to the show on last week. Well, there's week's a show. lot of controversy out there with the listeners.
1: They don't think that at all. They, what? There's controversy that you that they think you eat babies. Oh no, sorry. You don't eat babies. You eat. Yeah, it's babies eat, now. <laughs> what? I don't know where people get this stuff. <laughs> uh, Chariters, I'm sorry, I think I might, right. have, I might have uh, had something to do with that. No, we're fine. We're Upon uh, <laughs> more reflection.
0: We got some shit to get through here.
1: Yes, we do. Actually, we have something to get through for almost everyone on the show. Let's start with the people who aren't here today, from the Nocturnal Emissions. Uh, let's start with the obvious, uh, band leader, uh, Michael Bow. right? deep. deep. Mike Bow made us a promise once upon a time, and I've heard it, and he's broken it ta- uh, multiple times since. He said, I'll never, never miss two shows in a row, I remember right? that. And you remember last week when we gave him Amnesty for missing one show? Yeah. Yeah.
0: He had, a, he had something going on. some something... Fairly important.
1: Yeah, it was his wedding. We can say it. It was his wedding. He got married. So we get let him off the hook. Right? Yep. Well, this is second week in a row. Right? You better have a good fucking excuse this time. Guess what it is this time? Oh, he's in Grenada putting his blank into his new hot wife's blank multiple times. It's going to come back next show. Probably be good for nothing. Just all dehydrated and <laughs> chafed and stuff. just right? Yeah. <laughs> Honeymoon. That's his excuse <laughs> this time. Honeymoon. Well, I'll tell you something, buddy. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Enjoy every minute of it, man. God damn it, he must be having a time of his life right now, eh?
0: Grenada. I don't know anyone who's ever been to Grenada. Yeah. He's going to know. You do know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, your world traveler cousin Michael's there <laughs> with a hot wife. You ever seen a couple get married so happy? I know Steve hasn't. He wasn't there, wasn't invited. <laughs> but Dave and I were there and Paul. Hey, you ever see a couple so happy
0: before? That was awesome.
1: Yeah, they were, it was nice to see, eh? Yeah.
0: You know who else <laughs> was happy there? Every single fucking person at the wedding. Before the wedding started, I've never felt that kind of like energy and excitement in the wedding uh, crowd, the buzz in the crowd. They were just waiting, they couldn't wait you know, to get it started.
1: I'll tell you what, Dave, was that the first wedding you went to since the legalization of marijuana?
0: (laughs) As a matter of fact, yes, it is.
1: And that is what marijuana legalization does. It makes new love for everyone, and that's what all weddings are going to be like from now on, Mike and Kelly's wedding, because weed is legal. That's how it's going to work now, charters.
0: Like it. Yeah, it's doing good things.
1: Right? Next is mushrooms, eh? Next on the list, mushrooms.
0: Legalized mushrooms? Uh, I
1: think Oregon. Yeah, it's
0: starting in the states.
1: Oregon's already legalized uh, mushrooms.
0: Isn't that where you're supposed to go to a bike? In Amsterdam,
1: there? it's uh you can you can buy mushrooms legally. Yeah. You can't buy heroin legally in Amsterdam? No, but you can get a needle for it legally if you have heroin, and you want to inject it into your veins. You can go to a park, and they'll give you uh, fresh needles, so you don't get have to share. So that's, but they don't, it's illegal, but they'll, uh, they'll, like, give you uh, AIDS, so you don't get AIDS. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. See? Yeah. Eh, Wordplay. Pretty good. Anyways,
1: um... Michael's wedding was fun as hell. It was really, really good. I was just, how can you not have fun when when everyone's happy for the bride and groom? It was just like a thing that everybody's enjoying.
0: It was a great time. Two great families that just meshed together like peas and carrots, you know? Really good time. Oh, yeah?
1: Peas and carrots, you think meshed together? Peas and
0: carrots.
1: Is peas and carrots as good as peanut butter and jam? Peanut butter and pickle. Peanut butter what? and pickles don't taste good either. That's oh, That that's, sounds yeah, fucking have gross. Have you ever tried it?
0: No, it's really good. Have Ugh. you ever tried it? Yeah, Steve? Hey? Eh? Okay, okay. Dill pickles. None of that sweet shit. What? Slice <laughs> them thin right on the peanut butter.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Okay. You got to start this whole thing over again. Because I've, wa- I've been watching on the YouTube the last days of Elvis recently. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so into the fucking last days of Elvis. Like, it is... Unbelievable how fucked up he gets at the end, right? And you hear all of his people that were really close to him tell the stories about how fucked up this guy is. Oh man, I've been to Graceland multiple times, like four times, and it's a it's a it's a tour of a f- nutjob's house. Like you get to see a crazy person's house, like with z- the unlimited funds. He's totally lost his marbles, you know. Oh, yeah. It's the best. If you're ever in Memphis, if you you were in Memphis, did you go to Graceland? No, we didn't go to Graceland. Oh, you got to do it, man. And go to, I went to all the little side museums because they show like all the crazy stuff that he did. Like where he, he, Homer Simpson shot out his TV, you know, like for real. They got his TV. They just, he don't want to get up and turn it off. So he shot it off. (laughs)
0: That's
1: when Elvis was doing target practice. He was also on a lot of uppers and downers and painkillers and, uh, Etc. Etc.
0: Yeah, and it's not like he got crazy at the end. He was crazy the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, he was like uh, just living free.
1: Yeah, this guy grew up like in squalor, right? So like he had no, like he had no expectations. Then he had pretty much the ability to do whatever he wanted, and then he was uh, did stupid things like any guy that would in yeah. that situation. Now, if you got famous now, Charters, if you all of a sudden hit it big, you know, it became a big deal, right? Bigger than you already are.
0: Oh, Can you imagine?
1: imagine okay. Imagine that, how big that would be. You would be fine. Because you're old. Because you're already set. Yeah. You've already, like, had a shitty life to date, right? So everything that you've suffered with till this point in your life, that is gonna make you uh, be like humble with your success, like Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> mm. Rodney Dangerfield didn't get really famous till he was in his 50s, and then he uh, did coke till he died.
0: Is that what he did? Yeah. Pretty much. What, what made him famous, Rodney Dangerfield? Was it that movie where he dove off the, who's that movie? Back to School. Back to, Back school. to
1: school? No, no, that didn't make him famous. I'll tell you what made him famous, a little hook and comedy they call No Respect, have you heard
0: of it? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what that did? It resonated with the masses, Dave. Resonated <laughs> with the masses. No Respect, who can relate to that? Well, oh, everyone, right? That's why Rodney Dangerfield. before that he didn't have the No Respect hook. Nobody, he was a shitty comic. Then, and he was uh, selling like uh, vinyl siding or uh, aluminum siding. And he was actually doing a aluminum siding uh, deal and he asked the customer if he could come inside and watch his television because he was on The Tonight Show and he wanted to watch his.
0: Watch himself on The Tonight Show? Like yes. His...
1: But he had to go to work after his appearance, you know, or work the day he was, he was going to be aired or whatever, right? So he had to watch his appearance. And so the guy, his customer's like watching him on The Tonight Show at the time where there's like three channels on TV and you can have. And one of them is the fucking guy he's buying a living signing for, is like telling Tonight jokes show. on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Or no, maybe it wasn't even the Tonight Show. I think it was uh, like Merv Griffin. Ooh. It wasn't uh, the Tonight Merv. Show, because I think uh, Rodney and uh, Johnny Carson had hard feelings for a while until they worked it out. So his first one was, the, it was Merv Griffin. It was early in his career. Anyways. That's what he did. No respect, and then the movies made him huge. But he just he was already established. But I bet his first movie was Caddyshack, wasn't it?
0: Oh, Caddyshack, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah Caddyshack, I think. And uh, one time I remember somebody asked him uh, in that movie, uh, why did it guys, why did it look like you guys were all like so coked out all the time? And he goes, because we were coked out all the time. <laughs>
0: Cause we yeah. were coked out, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. All right, okay, okay. So did, did Elvis eat peanut butter and pickle sandwiches? No, is he ate
1: peanut, you butter banana peanut, banana. peanut butter Fried and banana sandwiches. Fried peanut butter sandwich, and banana okay. sandwiches. Have you had? But I've never heard of the pickles. So you had dill pickles on a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, on toast, open face. <laughs> that is, no. So you what you're getting is the saltiness and a bit of the sweet. From the peanut butter, mm. which is what it is anyways. And then you get the saltiness of the pickle. Yeah,
0: and the crunch of the pickle. The crunch is the at bitterness a
1: part of, it. of the uh the dill. You do this shit too, Kevin? No. Fuck no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you do crackers and oh, pickles yeah, and awesome cheese. You do peanut butter pickles and you do peanut butter pickles. Now have you guys shared this with each other? Nope. nope.
0: No. It's a Polish German thing.
1: You two you two just independently, never before today have you spoken about this? Nope. Because <laughs> that's batshit crazy. Because <laughs> you you know that, how, how many people, Paul, have you ever heard that have eaten this open face? Is it, are you open face too?
0: No, I, I go with the, a top on my sandwich and I will add jam.
1: What? Jam what and pickles? Fuck. Okay, now we're talking some Raspberry. crazy shit.
0: That's Raspberry. like beets. That's getting into beat territory. Okay, no, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna like encapsulate this argument. Okay, I'm just gonna stop it. Okay, and I want to give you a new one because this was a young kid. God bless you. A young kid said <laughs> that um, their their parents told me that uh, they had to make her when she was young. The only thing she would eat for lunches was uh, relish and mustard. Wasn't it Relish and Mustard Sandwiches? It was Relish and Mustard Sandwiches, and I thought, that sounds stupid. That's it? Yeah, Relish and Mustard, that's it. Uh, No, it was Mustard. Oh, Mustard
0: and Honey, that's gross.
1: Honey Mustard. (laughs) Uh, No, (laughs) I I fucking hate Honey Mustard. You know... But it was the sweet with heat. It's all it was was the sweet with heat, you know? Mustard's like an English heat, right? And then uh, sweet would be whatever bullshit you come up with. But you said, no, sweet dill, So you're just going salty, salty. This is just fucking me up. Peanut butter jelly, that makes sense. But peanut butter jelly pickle is like, are you pregnant? Doesn't make any sense. No, it's now, here's life. one I do that Charters disagrees with me on. Jam and cheese. A nice goo, eh? Huh? Yeah. yeah.
0: That's jam like a Dutch thing cheese? or something. It's
1: weird. It is a Dutch thing, and, and it's, nice it's delicious. I a sandwich
0: at home, like a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich or something like that, and uh, my wife has to put jam on the toast first. Yeah. Makes
1: it taste nice. With the cheese. Jam and cheese. Jam and cheese on a toast. When I used to eat bread, I would have this open-faced as well, Dave. A piece of toast, put some jam on it, put a nice piece of cheese on that thing, and just eat it. It's so delicious. Gouda right on top of it. I'll
0: try it. I'll try it. You've never tried it? You try peanut butter and pickle. I'll try jam and I'll cheese. I'll try
1: peanut butter and pickle right now if you make the sandwich. I'll eat it. Oh, no, I can't. One bite. I can have a bite of it. Can you put it on a cracker? I can't yeah. have a bread. A low-carb cracker. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't need to be like made a sweet of beans. potato cracker. Sweet potato cracker? I can have that, Yeah. It hasn't really helped me, I go on these binges like I did last night, I, was, I, I went to the new opening of this club in Hamilton called Le, uh, Levity, it was the old uh, Yuck Yucks, but now it's uh, Patrick Coppolito opened a new club there called Levity, it's awesome, way better than it was before. And uh, uh, I went there last night for the soft opening, eh, soft opening, you just keep saying soft opening. They, go, they kept saying it last night. They go, uh, thank you for coming to my sma- soft opening. Coming soft opening. Just sounds dirty, right? But they're saying nothing wrong. It just meant their waitresses uh, weren't good enough yet to like serve real people, so they invited like people they didn't give a shit about <laughs> to watch the first show so they could fuck up your order. And uh, they fucked up my... Uh, celery sticks for my chicken wings. But that was not their fault. It was uh, a busy night, and I got the fuck out of there before they could give it to me. Oh. Like, as I... Uh,
0: they bring you carrots instead or something?
1: No, not, no veg at all. Just chicken wings, no dip. Uh, no dip. Oh, they were as outraged as I was. <laughs> Except for the follow-up I didn't see. But anyways, other than that, <laughs> that's a terrible thing to do, to give a, what was a glowing night a poor review because of one little <laughs> tiny blemish, that's, that's terrible I did that. Everything else was great. And the people there for first time staff, that was like a, a soft opening, they had their shit together for the most part and they were great, very dedicated staff there. I don't want to say nothing but good things about Levity and Hamilton. Go check it out and see a show. There's Their grand opening is tonight, actually, and they got Giannis Papas there. Guar- got...
0: Guaranteed to get celery sticks tonight at the grand opening.
1: Okay. Where well, you can't? You can't go to it. It's going on right now. You'd already have to oh, be there.
0: shit.
1: Yeah. You gotta go tomorrow night. The guys there all weekend though. Go. Yeah. And they didn't give me no money. And we're gonna get right into feedback. We got feedback right now because I have to. Uh, you wanna do it? Yeah. We got. You know this? Is a <laughs> oh, we're actually gonna do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: we got feedback. Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, LiveFromTheDutchHall.com, you can click on our Amazon banners. And if you don't see them, it's probably because you have our ad blockers on, So shut them off. Click on those things, and we can, uh, you can do all your shopping, and we'll get that money and not uh, that rich guy. And also, uh, CleanFlow, uh, CleanFlow, I'm gonna tell you right now, you've been a great sponsor. You've, been, uh, you've helped us get to where we are as a show to date, but tick, 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 clean flow. Times are changing, and uh, we are going to go out and start saying, show me the money. And also, you know, uh, Charters doesn't like being your bitch anymore, he said. Yeah. Yeah? So step it up. Oh. Actually, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't want to bug Cleanful. They've been absolutely uh, uh, fantastic to us. But Norpac, the beef people, are still here too. And also, I'm going to say to Norpac, you've been a great sponsor, putting you on notice too. I'm putting everyone on notice. Everybody. I started with Cleanful, at the top of the pile. Norpac, you're getting it too. you Army Electric? Fuck yeah. Did a great job in this building. Saturday. Came in here professional. Uh, they cleaned up the uh, old stuff, whatever they're allowed to do publicly, and they did a great job. But, I don't care if you got it right the first time. I don't care if, uh, if, uh, I... what? What was the other thing? You, anyway. didn't, you didn't have to do it. <laughs> yourself. Oh, you're on watch. You're on watch, Army Electric. And who's the last one? Uh, Cheese Lady. Ball oh, Cheese Lady's in Mexico, she doesn't give a fuck about us. No feedback for you. But you know what, Cheese... You know what, Cheese Lady? You are on notice too. I'll tell you, times are changing, we're in Spiky Ball Studios now. You know what? If I'm going to wear a hat like this on a program that says Vandenbush Irrigation on it, times are going to change, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to do that on air with no money coming from those sons of bitches. i tell you that right now. Bush, on notice. You think I'm going to use this Norfolk Family Eye Care pen on air?
0: <laughs>
1: in the future, after this program here, once I put Norfolk
0: Family Eye Care on notice?
1: On notice, you're not going to get this free advertising in the future. You're going to pay for it, baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to pixelate that right out of the video. Yeah, We're
1: going to pixelate this. We're going we're gonna, to... Uh, what do you call that? uh uh censor it like a yeah. like a Japanese insertion <laughs> right <laughs> that's what you're going to get you know uh who else we want to put on notice anyone i'm going to give everyone in this uh that's that's out as a business that could benefit from mm. us telling our listeners and our and our uh, uh supporters of this program about your product or service amazon Oh, Amazon? No, they're not on notice. That is a side deal. That's just us stealing from them strictly by oh, just yeah. figuring out a way to get this link thing. Let's keep that. And on. then you click on it. But I'm not gonna go to them and tell them like, listen, I want more. Uh, he'd just say no. You know. <laughs> I would just go to uh, like people that around here. You know. <laughs> That would just be, like, normal people, you know? I don't want to go to, like, the richest man in the world and then say, hey, you want to, like, throw And he was like, no, you go through my people. You don't talk to me. Like, how'd you even get in here? And I'll be like... Van Dyke, motherfucker. Yeah, none of your goddamn business how I got in here, motherfucker. I got this. Yeah. You ever thought of a toupee? They make good toupees now, buddy.
0: Yeah, or, like... uh, He can afford it. Huh? He can afford it.
1: This is what I would do if I was him. This is how bad I've... And Steve, I don't mean any offense by this. This is... I know this is anti-bald. Um, but if I was that guy that owned Amazon, uh, I would figure out a way to do stem cell shampoo so that you can just, like, get hair stem cells in your shampoo and just shampoo and have fucking hair. Okay. And not only do I think that this can happen, I think it's going to happen in our lifetime. Oh yeah. And I think there's going to be a time where Steve will have the most hair of any of us here. He'll have all the bald guys we know, yeah, will be like the big bushy afro hair people in their 70s, you know. You'll be like old as shit, 80s, 90s, you know, but your hair will be luscious.
0: Yeah, right? all over your head and face and ears. And hands, wherever, <laughs> you <laughs> wherever you... <laughs> shampoo touches, the palms of your hands, <laughs> under your fingernails. Yeah,
1: Steve will spend... But it, you know what? He's, he'll spend a lot of time shaving his palms and his face, but he he will have a beautiful head of hair. Oh, yeah, And that's what's important.
0: It'll be worth it. Oh, it'll be great.
1: Steve, is your whole body really hairy like your beard? No.
0: You're hairless? No, I'm not hairless, but I'm not oh. like... <laughs> I love
1: how it's one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, either like completely matted with hair or bald, bald. like a mole rat, right? You're to make a mole rat. <laughs> oh. I can't picture the, any middle ground with Steve. It's just such an enigma. I've worked with him for like months now, and I, I've seen him take his outerest layer off twice? Maybe. Yeah. And then even that.
0: That leaves four.
1: That leaves like four. Yeah, four layers at least, you know. And I've only seen his face, like his and I can't really see his eyes because of his glasses. I can't really see his cheeks or his chin because of his beard. His hair I can't see because he's always wearing a hat. And then and he uh, doesn't have any. He's got hands. I've seen his hands before. They're bald like the rest of his body. Other than that, that's all I've ever seen of Steve. And you've never, uh, you do not a sports guy. Oh, not really. So I'll say, like, your wife has got, like, a a very rare opportunity to see your body. Suppose. Because I've seen you in the summertime, you are got layers on still. You're still fully dressed with long sleeves, right? Sometimes. And a toque. No toques. And a, and, like, I don't, do you have short pants?
0: Yeah, I wear shorts sometimes.
1: Yeah, but I've known you for years. I've never seen it. Have you seen it?
0: I, I think in the... Su- I think at the... You were in my pool one time, weren't you? Have you ever seen him in my pool? No. I've been oh, I did one pool. time. He was wearing a long sleeve sun yeah. shirt.
1: All I'm saying <laughs> is show. I've seen charters uh, in all sorts of undress. <laughs> and uh, and it it's, I don't want to, but never with Steve. Not even an, he's like a Muslim woman. I, w- I went swimming at Steve's once. and huh? I went swimming at Steve's once, and he was in the pool, but he just like snuck up. he was behind me and water up to here, so he didn't You're see. like, Wilson, you're like yeah. Wilson from uh, Home Improvement. Yeah you know? from
0: the neck down. He's Wilson.: <laughs> Yeah, like what do you mean, the neck down? I mean, we see his face, like Wilson, you only see his eyes, right? I can't yeah. see his face. What else can you oh, yeah. see? That's the a good beard point. Down. Yeah. His beard is
1: yeah. the fence, man. That's why he grew the beard. It's a fence that he puts up to create barriers between <laughs> him and us because he has something, that, something to hide. He has something, something that he wants us not to know. What is it? Because it's going to hurt him even more that he's already been hurt. What do you think it is, Dave. <laughs>
0: Think it's can, real bad? I can only imagine. He's a robot, <laughs> did he say?
1: Oh, real bad. Oh, yeah. A robot. Like Maybe real a bad? Robot. Is it a robot? robot? Is it, it a robot? I'll never tell. You've been touched by a robot? Is that a TV <laughs> show a on experience. CBS when we were your kids? <laughs> touched by a robot? Is there really one called Touched by an Angel? Yes. <laughs> that was a show, right? Touched by an Angel? <laughs> Jesus That's That awesome. I don't think that thing would fly today, eh? <laughs> touched by a priest, <laughs> eh?
0: Come on, we're in a church here. Come on, Huh? Eh? We're in a church. It's not a church anymore.
1: What, what's uh What did I say wrong? I don't know. This is a Hungarian Presbyterian church.
0: I'm just saying. Many, I said priest. I think many many there was a minister. Have been touched by many other people.
1: The Presbyterians were never known for that. It was mostly you Catholics, wasn't it? <laughs> I like always say, you Catholics. Yeah, say yeah, it was us. It was you guys. It's true, though. It was you guys. You have a big institution, and you're and you're the only ones that don't allow your people to marry, right? Aren't you?
0: I'm married. What are you talking about?
1: You don't allow your ministers to marry. You're like uh, people that control your congregations and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: you are the that. only religion that don't doesn't let them marry, right? So that would lead them to be a, a refuge for um, people who think if they have something they're ashamed of in their, uh, you know, wants or needs, they can then uh, uh, go to abstinence, and a good place to hide from their dirty thoughts is in the priesthood. Mm. Do you think there's anything to that? No. No? I don't know. You don't think it would end up being like a hiding place for people who have like, or like. I think can hide anywhere. Yeah, but if you're, good, if you're like trying to be good, right, you're raised Catholic. Like, let's pretend you are, because you're raised Catholic, right? Yeah. So you're raised Catholic, and then all of a sudden uh, you want to like, you're just so horny for children, right? Like, you cannot, you just think about them
0: all day long. This is like, silly. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean silly? I mean, it's silly. You're trying to back me into a corner. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not backing you into a corner. I'm just saying, in this situation, maybe I just want to serve God. Huh? Yeah, maybe I'm like. No, did I say Catholic? And I, I didn't say perform. all
1: priests are pedophiles. That's oh. what you're leading to. You're just leading to that conclusion. No, I'm just saying,
0: there's pedophiles in every group of people.
1: Ugh! My God. What? Am I wrong? If I was, let me put this, let me put it this way. At your place of work or any place of work that you're at, if you're an employee that was caught molesting volunteer children for your business, would you be able to continue to work for that business?
0: Well, I hope not.
1: But the Catholic Church would allow you to continue to be a priest for them. I don't think that's a rule. You don't think it's a rule. I think there
0: might be some history of that, but I don't think it's like written down anywhere that if you molest children, you get to keep your job.
1: But don't you think it should be written down somewhere? Do you think it ch- should be written down somewhere that they tell you that you, if you do molest a child, you will lose your job? Yeah. That's what I think too. I would, be a, I would feel more happy about being a Catholic if they would put that rule in. Please don't molest children or you're going to be fired as a priest.
0: Yep. I think that's a good rule too. Yeah. I even think it might exist. Really? <laughs>
1: I would like to hear an example of it.
0: Okay. I'll that's do some all. research. Yeah,
1: please do. And then because the people that got moved around, that really happened, right? That's an yeah. evil yeah, yeah, that, that happened. happened. Yeah. 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 It's, I'm not making it up. No. Nope. No, it really happened. Sure. They didn't lose their job. It, you should lose your job yep. when you do something bad. Yep. And the fact. And so, should
0: everyone that uh, supported that, those moves? Yeah. Everyone involved in it should lose their job and be persecuted and be prosecuted by the yeah. law. I agree
1: 100%. But it's like the thing we talked about last week with you eating uh, people. <laughs> um, is if you, th- once they don't want to bring it up, they don't even want to bring it up to say that I they don't di-
0: eat people. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you did bring it up. But if they would just say what you said, If they would just come out and say, I don't eat people, like if they say, Catholics, priests don't bless children, and if they do, they will be fired, they have to find another line of work because we won't have that in our church.
0: They should go to jail.
1: Yeah, they should go to jail. Yeah, they shouldn't be protected. Once there's rumblings.
0: And if you eat people, you should go to jail also.
1: What, you'd say if you're like uh, those guys in the mountains? They were uh, that were gonna die. They're eat- sitting there eating their dead buddy.
0: Oh, like your plane crash.
1: Yeah, they- and then they're crying, eating the guy's fucking dick or whatever. Yeah,
0: that's different.
1: Remember, because their friend, they like. Uh... You saw that movie.
0: Yeah, alive.
1: Alive, yeah. right? Yeah, Charles says they should all be put in jail. <laughs> what a douche. Yeah, that's real fucking kind. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't understand you religious types. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we got to get the feedback. We got lots of it. We asked people for uh, t- uh, to be a guest on our program. Still coming up. And a lot of people were wondering what. Like, there's a lot of chatter about it. Uh, let me just go here. But we got some <laughs> feedback. We asked ask every week for people to give it to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and this one comes from live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. It's from Kevin Van Dungeon, Ah, and I have not read it yet, so I'm just going to read this on air without pre-reading it. Uh First time ever. Dad sayings. I was listening to an older episode of the show where you were talking about helping Willie fix stuff and how he taught you that... Swears help repairs. Oh, it made me wonder if Willie has any awesome expresses he, expressions he uses. My dad had a lot of them, but here are some I love. She's so ugly, she'll make a train take a dirt road. <laughs> <laughs> I should have reread this. If it doesn't get stuck in your throat, it won't get stuck in your ass. <laughs> Uh, that's one for dropping on, for dropping food on the floor and still eating it. Is what he would do. He'd drop food on the floor, and then he'd say, and then he'd say, if it doesn't get stuck in your throat, it won't get stuck in your ass. I don't
0: understand. Anyways,
1: I like the expression. My favorite is that guy's crazier than Joe Cunt's dog.
0: <laughs> Joe Cunt.
1: If you've already gone over this, ignore my feedback. I'd love to hear a great one, Willie. Well, my dad, I don't remember. I don't remember specifically. I remember Potlicker uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, I remember him calling things a, uh, yeah, like a, I remember Potlicker was a big one. And uh, also, he would say uh, prick, uh, which I've inherited. And uh, I think he would, but as far as sayings go, do you know any? He, he wouldn't have sayings, eh? Fuck no. I ran for the hills. I was <laughs> gone. I couldn't hear from the distance. I was what? There. I couldn't hear him from the distance. I was at. Uh... Oh. <laughs> you didn't, you just always kept a distance from your father at all times? <laughs> Pretty much. Hmm. Uh, I did like a sweat like a whore in church, which was uh, one my dad used. And he also used uh uh, no, I'm just trying to think of them. I don't know. Your dad use any? Your dad's a colorful character.
0: Oh, yeah, but... Uh, Your dad
1: makes his own up, I think, eh? Yeah,
0: they're different all the time. He still surprises me with stuff I've never heard.
1: I liked when he said to me one time, he goes, uh, last time I saw one, it was blood red. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you don't have to tell the rest of the story, just the punchline. Yeah. Jim's punchlines are the best. (laughs) Last time I saw one, it was blood red. (laughs) We would go to a golf tournament every year, and he would have, like, at least one quotable thing per...
0: Pinner Jim, that's a good one, too. Oh,
1: yeah, that Pinner Jim story. The best was when he grabbed the mic from the guy that was doing the draws, and he sang a song and then dropped it and walked out with his hands (laughs) over his head. It was yeah. the fucking coolest Leo. thing I ever saw, eh? Yeah. He sang "Eyes the buys that sails a ship" or
0: something. Yeah, some yeah. old tune.
1: Yeah, and then just chucked the mic down and walked out. Get out
0: of here.
1: Yeah. Chucked his beer. <laughs> that, it's fucking boss, man. He he lives. Uh, he's he's always like uh, lived his own life, eh?
0: Yeah. Solid yeah. program.
1: My father-in-law is like that. My wife's dad. That guy cares less every year. He's just like on his own program. I, I think it's kind of admirable in a yeah. way. Like, it's
0: fun to watch him get old, filtered, yeah. disappears.
1: What do you think's going to happen to us?
0: <laughs> gonna Probably happen? the same thing. We'll get like, uh,
1: well, I hope I don't get mean. That's all I hope. Yeah. That's, a, that's the one that scares me. I don't want to be mean. I'm hoping if all the like testosterone goes out of my balls by that time. Then I'll have no fight left in me and I'll just like be really like yeah, calm. Just keep it fun. Because I'm already better than I was when I was twenty. Like now that you're not just full of fucking jizz and stuff all the time, you know? When you're all like fidgety when you're like young and full of piss, you know? You know what I'm saying? You once you don't want to fuck as much, it take it you settle down.
0: Well, is that what's happening to you?
1: Yeah. Don't you think you fuck the same as you did when you were in your twenties. Uh, I
0: haven't noticed the difference. yet. <laughs> yeah,
1: you, ha- you haven't noticed the difference. I haven't. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't? Your wife has, but you I, haven't. I don't
0: know. I haven't asked.
1: No, but you you, you <laughs> haven't noticed the difference in the from the amount of sex you got when you first got married to twenty years later with four kids.
0: <laughs> there's been uh, there's it's. Same amount? Well, it hasn't been a flat line, but there's been peaks and valleys, I would say, in 20 years.
1: Oh, yeah? Well, that's but fair enough. But I think enough. the
0: peaks yeah. are the same height as they've always been.
1: <laughs> what, really? Okay. You, but is there not more valleys
0: then? I think sometimes the valleys are, uh, are uh, there's more space between the mountains. <laughs> the rivers are wider. But well, that doesn't make you unhappy, because... I'm just busy.
1: Because <laughs> you don't have fucking as much jizz in your tank, man. That's what it is. Oh, okay. You get old, you don't have as much testosterone. Because guess what, you, would, you wouldn't be so fucking busy if you were 21 and you had your Zero f- kids. balls full of jizz. And you'd be like, fuck this job. I'm going <laughs> to go to strip club and I'm going to, like, just come in my pants in the back room." then go home and tell no one. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm not saying you would do that, but I'm like a young guy in his 20s who eats people. (laughs) 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 Could be anyone. So, uh, (laughs) we did get, thank you, Kevin. I like those sayings. What was Joe Cunt's dog? I like how he says that, like you knew this guy, Joe Cunt. And he just says it to his kid, you know? Because this is like, <laughs> you're looking up to you your be dad.
0: trying to figure that out. Who is this Joe Cun? <laughs>
1: Where's Joe Cun? <Kahn>? you <laughs> imagine hearing your kid say that? Oh, man, that guy's crazier than Joe Cunt's dog. <laughs> Can't say that. Anyhow, uh, the other one we got was uh, from Podbean. We got from Good Time Jane. Good time, Jane gave us a real short one. She said to me, "She goes, um, she goes, uh, thank you." Hashtag because wrestling. Now it all makes sense. See, she gets it. Jane gets it. Good time, Jane always will come through, eh? Because yes. wrestling. wrestling. Exactly, Jane. And uh, again, Cheesley's uh, in Mexico, so we're not going to talk to her this week. And. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, uh, I am just looking for this one last thing. It was very important that I find it. Now, this here's one from Andy Coote. Finally, got caught up last week on on the last few shows. Funny shit, Pope. Peak sheepdogs were great, and agree about people in the seats. You can't sit at a concert unless it's Ed Sheeran or Gordon Lightfoot. Love the. Nocturnal Emissions, singing two songs before and after. Ah, when was that? Paul's birthday? Uh Oh, yeah, you did did the Cage the Elephant one, right?
0: Yeah, (laughs) we tried.
1: For Paul's birthday. And then... uh,
0: No practice at all. One time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then... I don't know where the heck it is. Laurie Ball sent us one... And it was basically saying, we got to, uh, uh, who won the death pool from last year? That was her thing. Oh. So it was important that I find it, but I can't find it. But Lori Ball says, who won the death pool for last year? And there's two categories. As you know, for death pools, uh, we do first to die and most to die, right? Yep. So the first to die last year was, I believe, Uh, Stephen Mm Hawking, right? Stephen Hawking, which was a pick by my wife, Jane. So she became the first to win, a first to die winner, right, Jane? And uh, you get five bucks from each contestant. And the other one, most to die, was one, right? So Jane, you obviously got one split. But you were not the only one to get one. So you will be splitting your prize money with another person who got one. So out of all the picks we had last year, only two of them died, and it was Stephen Hawking and uh Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Can you believe Kurt Douglas, Douglas
0: still going?
1: Still kicking, man. Jesus. There's, uh, like unbelievable, we had good picks. Yeah, the queen, come on. Yeah, we thought the queen was gonna die a couple of times this year. She's tough, man, she's tough, and then she comes from old stock, and they have so much money, she's probably been sucking babies' marrow since she's been born. Like her mom was like 112 or some goddamn thing, you know?
0: Her horse died, probably like her best friend since she was a young woman. Her horse died recently. Ooh. Didn't even phase her. The queen's horse. I think that did break her heart. They would have the same face, right?
1: Queen's got a face like a horse. And oh. so does her son, and so does um, Camilla. And her sister, the queen's sister, Anne. She got a horse face. Okay.
0: do anything? you think? Uh, I'd have to see him in a line.
1: Name a person with a horse face. Sorry, oh, we got one. Uh, of the Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker was the was oh, yeah. called out. You think yeah. horse face? Yeah. Hmm. What about uh, Daryl Hannah? She's
0: got one of those Franken faces. She's Did she
1: marry Neil Young? Yeah. So Neil Young divorces his longtime wife, and then she, and then marries Daryl Hannah, and his wife dies, broken heart. Yeah. Yeah, try getting over that one,
0: eh? It's going to be a sad album.
1: He's just not going to be very popular. What do you mean sad? He's banging Daryl Hannah.
0: He's, she looks ridiculous. She's got a plastic surgery face.
1: Yeah, but Neil Young's old as shit, man. He's gross. He's like... He, he, like, Daryl Hannah's got to be better than his dead wife,
0: right? Is that like Mermaid, yeah, Daryl Hannah? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Splash. Like a splash.
1: Yeah. I don't like your square jaw, too manly. That's what I say for Del Hannah. She never did it for me. She's like Cameron Diaz, just doesn't do it for me. I know I can kind of see why people think she's attractive, but she's not my type, you know? Give me a nice, thick, black woman. (laughs) That's what I like. Give me that fucking Nell Carter. Mm. <laughs> Nell. <laughs> Nell Carter. Do you remember Nell Carter? Oh yeah. You know Joey, you know Joey uh, Lawrence? Lawrence? He's on one of those celebrity something shows now, but he's all bald, right? Right? Have you seen him? No. It's a celebrity like uh, Big Brother or something. And Joey Lawrence is in there, but he's bald now. And he, used to, he that was his whole thing, he was like, good-looking with hair. <laughs> well, now you're bald, and like, it's, when you were known for being good-looking, and then you've got old, then you're done. You can't go back to
0: being good-looking anymore. All anyone has is their looks.
1: Yeah. If you, no, no, if, what I said was, if that's all you had, oh, okay. then you're done. When it's gone, like, what are you hanging on to? He wasn't a good actor. He wasn't a talented anything. He was only handsome. He was in Tiger Teen Beat magazine or whatever. He said, whoa, whoa." that's it. (laughs) Fuck, it's over, man. As soon as you lost your hair, you were done. Because you're gross now. You're like Steve. (laughs) If you were young and you were handsome and all of your looks are based on that, Like um, who's another guy? Just known for his looks. A girl, even. Like, uh, let me see. Who's just? Buckload. What? There's a lot.
0: Not just known for their looks.
1: Yeah, like give me one. Give me one hot chick that's not talented. She's just hot. Like that. Say. uh... Yeah. Well. Yeah. They're not talented at all. I don't even know why they're famous. That's too easy, right? Are they still hot? They're
0: not even really hot.
1: Yeah. Though I have heard if you see them in real life, it's different. It's like they don't, they're super hot in real life, but on TV they look like they're fucking gross. I don't know, I don't get it. I don't fucking care about any of that stuff. Carmen Electra, she's (laughs) old, man. Not not Carmen Electra, but my wife is old, because that's the (laughs) reference she used. Baywatch. (laughs) Carmel, actually, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but someone like that, like, uh, like, for example, Pamela Anderson, right? She's old now, but she was uh, only good for looks. She wasn't known for her acting or her uh, intelligence
0: or her charm. She's known for f- her love for animals. Does she love it? No, she wasn't known for that. Isn't she a big PETA spokesperson?
1: I don't know. I know I didn't know her for that. I knew her for her tits. <laughs> was I supposed to know her for that? And you know what? Her sex video uh, made, brought her down in my eyes. You want to know why? Didn't like her vagina. And, uh, Everyone knows those...
0: Tommy Lee was the star of that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honking the horn on the boat? Come on.
1: It was great. Do you remember you brought it's that gold. over to my place? When I lived in Kitchener. You brought me the video of we watched the Tommy Lee video at my place.
0: <laughs> I brought it over? You rented it. <laughs> what?
1: I'm pretty sure you rented it.
0: Where would you rent that? Wasn't it like a at your video store?
1: You'd rent it. <laughs> you could rent it. A corner store. Like
0: McNuts in Waterford?
1: <laughs> yeah, you just rent the Tommy Lee Pamela Anderson video. It was in the porn section. But you could rent it. All right. I'll take your word for it. You never rented a, pornogra- uh, a pornographic movie? I don't remember renting that one. You, what one do you remember uh, <laughs> renting? Um,
0: <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas. You remember rented that? that? Yep. Classic. That is a classic, yeah. When I was way too young to rent it. I remember... <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. They had no business renting me that VHS tape. But they did it anyway. Debbie Does <laughs> Dallas. That was part of like,
1: There was like three big porno movies when I was a kid, right? Debbie Does Dallas, Behind the Green Door, and Deep Throat, right? And I put as the fourth one, Devil and Miss Jones. (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) That was my personal favorite, Devil and Miss Jones, because I read the book. uh, In the barn where we kept our horses, there was an old porno novel, Devil and Miss Jones. And I read it front to back like a thousand <laughs> times when I was feeding the horses, quote unquote, which is what I call jerking off, <laughs> <That's gross. laughs> to a book in the garage, in the barn. Horses, I just told them, look away. Look away. ashamed. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> Anyways, you know who was in that movie? Became a famous musician, uh, Samantha Fox. She was in the movie Devil and Miss Jones, but she did not uh, uh, perform any sex acts. She only brought in a tray of hors d'oeuvres, oh. and her tits were out. <laughs> but uh, she didn't take a cock or nothing. So, just in case you were wondering about Samantha Fox. By the way, name a Samantha Fox song now.
0: I can't.
1: Come on. Steve? Kevin, have you ever heard of Samantha Fox? Uh-huh. No. Oh, she's she's my very first Jane? concert I ever went to. It <laughs> ring about. Jane knows it. Touch me, touch me. I wanna feel your body. I didn't go because I like the music. I went because it was at Canada's Wonderland, and the Portuguese, <laughs> my Portuguese friend, uh, loved her. Like he w- had a he had posters of her on his bedroom walls, and he like. Uh, I think he was going to do some bad, like, kidnapper or something. Like, he was, like, uh, obsessed with her, you know, like a really weird obsession. And he made his parents take us to the park. I was going for the rides, but I stayed afterwards, and I was on the grass to watch uh, Samantha Fox. And at one point in time, uh, Tony says to me, he, the grass seats aren't good enough. This is like you, Steve. You don't, you don't like grass seats, right? So they go, uh, he goes, uh, I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go uh, uh, get on stage with Samantha Fox. <laughs> and I said, uh, no, no, don't. And then the next thing you know, he like uh, jumped the fence and then just went running. And wh- we can see him like front row. He's got, he takes his shirt off. He's like swinging his shirt around and stuff. And then all of a sudden, she starts playing for her encore. She starts playing uh, Touch Me there. And he jumps up on stage and the bouncers beat the fuck out of him. Holy smoke. <laughs> <laughs> he got killed, and then uh, me and his brother Peter were just like, uh, "We're," uh, I think Tony's dead. You know? <laughs> Parents were waiting in the parking lot in the car. Anyways, we got one more guy to get to. He's given us feedback since the very beginning. Oh wait, I didn't feel, uh, figure out about. We know who won the Death Pool, but the uh, uh, the new Death Pool, 2019 Death Pool, will commence next week next week's program will be the 2019 Death Bowl. Returning will be uh, superfans Bailey and Lori Ball for uh, bringing it up that we forgot to do it. And this year's categories, to let people know, we will have two open categories which means basically anyone you don't feel is doing very well. That won't make it a year. And then we have three categories that need to be within these three, which are 90s rock stars, 90s rock stars, wrestlers, professional wrestlers, right, and that's anyone in the professional wrestling business, it doesn't have to be an actual uh, wrestler, it can also be like a commentator or manager or anything like that, but in the wrestling business. And the last category is bad guys. Bad guys, anybody who is a bad, bad person and will die for whatever reason this year, that's the last category. This is for the 2019 death pool. Okay, any questions? The last guy and feedback we need to get to is our good buddy and surprise guest, the Haitian dwarf. Let's let's hear it for him.
0: Oh. Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to let me go. Your twat is nice, I'll fuck it twice. Hi ho, where's the high hose? Uh, I don't know. I never sing that one. You don't do high hose? We miss you, Michael. Well, I didn't know that you—that Mike's the only
1: high hoer. No one high hoes. Nope, I don't. <laughs> oh, look at that. You don't high ho? Anyways, Jason Dwarf this week, uh, and we'll get to him. He is our guest this week. I'm so happy to have him in, but we are running short on time here near the end of the program. Uh, he has given us feedback on iTunes. Actually, this week, he gives us two, two sets of feedback. Two Two times. Two times. This one, he gives five stars. He entitles it, Me Too. (laughs) He goes, what is the uh, hashtag key called on your phone? Called the pound key. Therefore... Hashtag me too equals Pound me too. Pound me too. Come on. And then his second piece of feedback <laughs> is, in, is entitled Paul. Simply Paul. And he gives Paul five stars. <laughs> he says, Paul is the glue that holds this show together. Uh. And also, if I could ever find that message from Lori, she went heavy into defending Paul uh, as far as what he brings to this show, Crowd because favorite. the firing, the, they thought the firing was uncalled for, or whatever, and I'm saying that you got it all wrong, people. I did not fire Paul. I took away one of his many responsibilities because he's overburdened by this program. The stresses of having to be spokesperson for NORPAC. The beef people. (laughs) See the stresses getting to him? See how long that pause was? He can't direct and be the spokesperson for NORPAC. The beef people. See? I get Chazman to do it. Anyways, uh, I wish I could find that thing from Lori. She went heavy on it. You're not fired. I still need a bartender. I still need the spokesperson. I still need the rule. There's many rules. Maybe you should have worded it differently. Did I call you any names? No, you just said I was fired. That's fucking getting fired. Oh. (laughs) And uh, by the way, Wes, Whiskey Wes Higgins, he's not here. He's uh, working a job that he hopes and... I don't think he even hopes, he, he quit this it's job. It's his last shift. Yeah. It's his last shift. But he decided to go do that uh, job that he hates and hopes he never goes back to, rather than do this program. So for that, Wes, I'm canceling the Haitian Dwarf interview. That's our show. Uh-oh. And if you don't like it, blame it on Whiskey Wes Higgins for not showing up. Uh, eh? If you like to, everybody, uh, tell your friends. We've been live from the Dutch Hall. We're back next week with our uh, Death Pool show, and uh, we're actually working on booking up the, the next few weeks past that, so stay tuned on social medias, and uh, we'll keep you posted on what we're doing at Spiky Ball and live from the Dutch Hall here. Until next time, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday.